the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The airing of this program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show on Taco Tuesday. Glad to have you guys rolling along this week with me in this beautiful San Diego. Happy to have you guys here with me as always. Don't forget, 888-344-1170. Y'all recognize the sound of that cough. Y'all know who's coming up. It's it's Tuesday, right? Uh, but before I bring him in, you remember our live call-in number is 888-344-1170. Email me at andreakshow.com. I've got y'all emailing me about the, the air fryer question. In fact, I'm wondering if Gary Quackenbush wants to weigh in on the great air, air fryer discussion of the day. You know, he comes on Tuesdays with it as part of the news you can use. Because in addition to just bringing y'all my fabulous, wonderful, always spot-on opinion, I also like to give you guys some content that you can use. Uh, throughout your life, as well as to have have some fun. Gary Quackenbush from GQ Law. You guys listen to him every day right here at 2 p.m. for the word on wealth. And he joins me now. Hello, my dear friend. Hello, Andrea. How are you? I'm good. I'm hearing you were coughing a little bit. You got a little bit of a summer cold uh, or or you just uh, got a dry throat? I there. talk too much. I just talk too much. Well, you know. that, that... I do, because I get on the radio and I start going... I start raising my voice and straining my voice, and my wife always says, you're going to lose your voice. And now, um, after years of doing this, I'm like, oh, I feel like I have a cold, but I don't. Yeah, I just get really excited. I'm the same way. I I was coughing at the end of last segment. so, um, and of course, allergies, uh, you know, uh, I, I've, I've had a little bit of, of trouble with my allergies. Um, I don't know. I tend to hit you with weird stuff and maybe it's just, it's just, you bring out the weird in me. Um, but although it's not really weird. Okay. I made an announcement. I was going to buy an air fryer. I finally bought one. I think it's a little on the small side, but I'm loving it so far. Uh, do you use an air fryer? And if so, like, what's your favorite thing to put in the air fryer? I do not use an air fryer. My son, Tyler, and his wife, Heather, they've got a couple of kids, and they use an air fryer all the time. So the, when I was up there visiting him, it's funny, because we we're, we're, the, the kids wanted to eat, like, dino bites, you know, like uh, chicken mm-hmm. nuggets. Yeah. And then I wanted a hot dog. And, I mean, they put all kinds of stuff in it, anything, because it heats it really fast and mm-hmm. easily. And then we had leftover French fries. We, I mean, now with an air fryer, you can actually save your French fries that you yes. don't eat because you don't want to eat the whole bit. You throw them in there, and with a couple, within a couple of minutes, they're back to so they were like original freshness. 
Genius. I'm loving my air fryer so far. Absolute genius. Okay, do you have any wacky laws for us this week? Yeah, um, air fryers were actually outlawed in San Diego County because they're having too many people injured by trying to heat up their small animals. (laughs) (laughs) Out of left field. He's a bit umptish. GQ always always <laughs> quick with the with the wacky. Um, do you have any serious wacky laws? Get them out of here! Oh, serious wacky laws. Okay. Um, well, I, I got kind of tired of picking on California because it's just it's easy. It's low hanging fruit, man. With all the crazy laws, yeah. yeah. It's low hanging fruit. I went to somewhere where it's much more difficult to find a wacky law. Now it would be in Nevada. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this was interesting. Even today, in Elko, Nevada, you must wear a mask if you're out in public. And that law has been in place since 1918 when the Spanish flu hit. Really? Yeah. So they were like, oh, they were just like ahead of the curve. Wow. 1918 to 2021. I mean, they were just. Okay. That's bizarre. Where is Elko, Nevada? I used to live in Nevada. I don't know where that is. Elko's a li- well, it's on your way, like, ugh, ugh, where in the heck is Elko? It's close to Las Vegas. Interesting. <clears throat> I haven't been there. Yeah, I thought okay. that was interesting. Maybe yeah, it's so a way to, to keep people from moving there, because who wants to move to a town where it's, it's, you're re- literally required by law uh, to put a mask over your face? Although living in the desert, yeah. I will tell you, the, with the, with the windstorms and the dirt constantly flying around, I mean, when I used to live in Vegas and I would go walk, one time I went and walked in the evening and it was so windy I came home, I literally had sand and dirt like in every orifice of my body. It was terrible. So I probably should have had a mask on my face. But anyway, that is that is strange um wow now you know yeah yeah i know so it's like just so if you go to elko elko is actually gosh where is it it's on 80 it is oh it's way up there Mm. reno winnemucca elko nevada Nevada so up it's in northern nevada okay yeah Yeah, that's up there where they have that burning man up there by fallon i've been in fallon a few times so yeah um, okay, and the oh, weird part weird of Nevada. Thing. Very weird. Anything else? Well, and the other thing, yeah, and this this has to do with, like, estate planning and getting older. In Las, Las Vegas, Nevada, it is still, as of today, illegal to pawn your dentures. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't care how desperate you are. Keep those teeth in your mouth, AK. Do not try to pawn them. You could be arrested. That's my new Buddy, favorite story. Buddy, I'm just trying to get some money. I'm just trying to take me away for it. Put the dentures back in, sir. But you should have need some money. Oh, my gosh. This is great. That's my new favorite wacky law that you've brought to the show. Oh, my. This is in Nevada. Is the whole state or a town in Nevada? Las Vegas. <laughs> Las Vegas. <laughs> so you can imagine the hearing is the person is up there and the, the judge is saying, how do you plead? I can't understand you put your dentures in. I pawned them. <laughs> well, it's so funny because everybody used to watch that uh, that reality show, Pawn Stars. Remember, there was um, Chumley oh, yeah. and Rick uh, and like oh, the old, old man. I used to love that show because of the crazy things that people would bring into the pawn shop, right? Um 
I just and and, and I literally I, thought you could pawn anything. I mean, because I, I I literally would watch that show and think, okay, well, literally people will pawn anything and people will come in and buy anything, but apparently not. Apparently not. There is a limit to what you're allowed to pawn, at least in in Las Vegas. Um, Although, you know what? Some dentures might. I mean, where are George Washington's dentures? Aren't they? Aren't they? They were wooden. Aren't they in the in the Smithsonian? Oh. Oh, my gosh. Maybe they're in Las Vegas. Maybe they are. You know, I don't know. There could be a market. I think somebody needs to reconsider this law because there could be a market for this. You could have some, like Red Fox lived in Las Vegas and died. I'm thinking he had some fake choppers. Those could have maybe been worth some coinage. Yeah. Yeah. I say, I think we have something. This, uh, this along with our little, um, where we have, was it the roadkill? You have to have a permit to collect <laughs> roadkill. <laughs> Yeah, that was my second. That was my second favorite one was the roadkill. And then you had then there was one where you can't tie. Was it a giraffe to a telephone bowl? Can't. Yeah. Yeah. That. that, I mean, and you can't ride. You cannot ride a camel through Las Vegas. That's another (laughs) good one. Yeah, I think these laws are really good. They're they're to protect us. What would be, but you're usually pretty good at, you're usually pretty good at trying to go back and figure out, okay, why did they do this in the first place? What could have been the reason why you can't pawn your own dentures? Uh, Maybe because. Disease maybe, but it's teeth. I mean, they're fake teeth. I I would think you can't pawn your dentures because that's kind of, now now you've gone too far. You can't pawn your dentures. Now you're not going to be able to eat. And now we're going to be in the hospital because you're starving to death. I don't know. That was one I just could not figure out. I usually can figure out the answer, but no. Yeah. All right. Okay. Or some legislator's great mom was in there pawning her dentures and he said, I'm going to make it illegal. And that way I can tell my mom what to do. Well, yeah. And honestly, Maybe. nobody wants to see anybody going around. <laughs> I'm just now remembering that I worked for a guy one time in radio and and I was driving him to the radio station to do a show and he took his dentures out in the car and proceeded and proceeded to actually do the show with no dentures in. Oh, dude, that's yeah, that's yeah. Awful. It was bad. So you know what? I can see a law that you're not allowed to pawn your dentures because then what are you going to do? Go around in society with no teeth in? I mean, not not actually a good thing. And I don't mean to be like anti anybody without teeth here, but okay, that was just not a good experience <gasps> for me. I know what it is. What I just figured it out. What I just figured out. I'll bet you anything. You go and pawn your dentures, get some money for it. Then you go back to the doctor because you're on Medicaid. And you say, I don't have no teeth. And you get a new set of dentures. You're calling again. I bet you that's what it is. That's got to be what it is. Although it's so much more because fun that. when they don't make sense. You've actually made sense to it. All right. Yeah. I think we should go ahead and take a break right. because we're not going to have time to get into all of your okay. um, it, your news you can use on the estate planning. So we're going to take a break. We come back. We will continue with GQ on the other side. Don't forget our 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. And also, don't forget, if you haven't gotten tickets yet to come to our super fun party we're having, Saving America Town Hall, August 10th, me, Mike Gallagher, Officer Brandon Tatum, and you. And we're all going to have fun, eat some yummy hors d'oeuvres, have some drinks, and figure out how we're going to save this country. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for your tickets right now. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Continuing our discussion tonight with our friend Gary Quackenbush from GQ Law that you guys need to listen to every day at 2 p.m. He's here for our News You Can Use segment tonight. 
Um, I don't have any celebrity stories to share with you guys tonight in terms mm-hmm. of wills and estate plans like last week when the Queen of Soul had shoved her will between her sofa cushions. Um, what do you got for us this week, my friend? You know, what I've been finding is I, I, I do a lot of estate planning reviews for our listeners, mm-hmm. and I'm finding that there's a lot of really sloppy work out there, and I'm really kind of surprised because, and what I mean by that is it is very common to have what we call blended families where the mm-hmm. husband and the wife may not share the same children. And I see these estate plans where I review them, I talk to the client, I say, now, what if, hus- what if husband died? Would you be okay if your wife gave all the money to her kids and none to your kids? Well, heck no. I said, well, that's what will happen with your trust. That's no way because I went to so-and-so and they know. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm just telling you. So I've been finding a lot of errors, I think, in documents. A lot of people have trust, which is really a great idea. I think it's fantastic and more and more people are getting them. But I want people to be careful and make sure that they get what they think they're going to get. I was meeting with a gal today that really – her trust was like almost unreadable. It was done by mm. a, you know, air quotes professional, but there's punctuate, not just punctuation errors, but literally references to their own paragraphs. The distribution didn't do what she said. I like to review them and say, here's what your trust will do. Is that what you intended? And a lot of people say, no. Mm. Okay. Let's talk about conditions. Let's have, what if wife dies first? Are you okay? Miss wife with your husband giving everything to his new spouse? If he remarries, oh, heck no. I want mm-hmm. to go to my own children at my right. house. So a lot of that does not get taken into consideration, and that bugs me because that's bad estate planning. It's not that well, you yeah. need a trust, you need an appropriate trust. Right, and so people have paid money thinking that they were going to get something that was going to um, either and, – and I don't know if it's because they didn't really explain to whoever prepared the trust exactly what they wanted or if they just went in and said, here's my situation, and somebody just prepared it and just said, oh, here's what you need and did some cookie-cutter boilerplate uh, yeah. you know, thing. I, I, but either way, they didn't get they – they were not covered for what they wanted. Exactly. And by the time it gets cut, you know, put into play because you died and now it's your kids taking it you know, to try to get it administered and get the distribution, that's when you find out that it's wrong and it's unfortunate. So I just, the thing with a trust is I, I think sometimes we think, let's just try to save money. Let's go to somebody that's cheap mm-hmm. you know, because this guy costs half as much as this guy. I think it's really important to figure out who you're using and make sure, especially with an estate plan, is that it's done right. Because the test of whether it's right or not, it's going to be somebody reviewing it and saying, yes, it's right or not. Or after you pass away and your kids have to deal with it. And that's what um, I was saying on my show today. Most of the people I talk to probably, I bet, Andrew, I'll bet 80% of the people that come into me for an estate plan, they say, I want an estate plan that won't put my kids through the garbage that I went through in my parents' side because their trust was a mess or they didn't have a trust or they only had a will. And I'm not going to put my kids through that. It was torture. So I want it done right. And so to me, it's like if the concern that our clients have is that they want it done right so that the kids don't have a hassle, then let's do it right Mm -hmm. so that it does exactly what that person says. So I think it's a matter of just getting, you know, understanding it. 
I mean, my clients can read through the documents I create and they can understand and go, oh, I see what this does. That's what I want you to do. I want you right. to understand. I'm not going to do a 200-page document that nobody would ever read in their life and it maybe doesn't even do what you want it to. I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of people have the false impression that if they hire a lawyer that it's supposed to be something that they can't understand. That, that, that that's good law, right, if it's written in a way that they don't yeah. understand. And that's not, that's not the case. It's not. And, it, and I know for a fact that, that ter- attorneys will just say, just trust me. You have to believe me. This is what it mm-hmm. says. Like, no, you guys. I, said, right. I, that, I don't do that with my dentist. Right. You know? Now, when... It, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, and, and when we're talking about the trust, of course, you know... Uh, <laughs> So when somebody comes in and they show you their estate plan, do you do you do you just review what they've got, or do you also say, okay, you've got everything taken care of here, maybe with the house or this or that with the business, but you don't have a living will, you don't have any, exactly. you don't have you don't have anything in terms of, um, oh, I think I think you mentioned before about um, when somebody has a. Uh, the legal right to make decisions on your behalf. What's that called? Oh, the power of attorneys yes. and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, healthcare directives, power of attorneys. Is your power of attorney too much? I see that right. quite often. I, I go, why do you have this big old power of attorney that gives your this other person all the authority to do anything they want? I don't know. That's what was in the package. And I go, it shouldn't be. You don't need it. And here's what you need. You need a limited one. Right. That, that, that's very common. People just get more than they need. Or, and then and then the big fat documents that they didn't even need don't even do what they need it to do. Right. So, I'm, th- I'm thinking yeah. about the story of the liberal Sherpa. She was this uh, liberal uh, pundit that was on, I think it might have been on Tucker. I think it was on Tucker's show. Her name was Kathy Aru. We talked about it on the show. She actually was power of attorney with her, with her mother and actually got her mother or sold her mother's house out from under her, signed her up to go to a nursing home, told her mother that she was taking her out for some ice cream and dumped her off Uh, and and, and no she did it illegally she did not have the right power of attorney and they arrested her for it Uh. i don't i don't remember how she did it we talked about it on the show but this it's definitely something that if you are a senior and i don't want to cause any i'm not here to cause any any internal family issues but you know um if you're somebody that is having to rely on children in any way as caregivers you want to make sure uh that your financial affairs it's it's not even at that point it's not even just about what you're going to leave behind but it's also to protect you while you're still living Mm -hmm. yes yes and that's where you got to be careful with the power of attorney and what it does and understand what it does and what it doesn't do and if it does more than you think it should or more than we're advising you to do then you need to modify it it's Mm -hmm. not a boilerplate i want a general durable power of attorney that to me is super dangerous you you want limited durable power of attorneys not general not open-ended you want things with control. That's what you want. Gotcha. And it's worth the that. money because we're talking about a lot of money here. So, and let me oh, yeah. tell you, it's worth getting it done right to avoid being in a situation where where one of your youngins is dumping you off after telling you that you're on your way to get a scoop of vanilla and you're really on your way to be dumped That's off right. at home. That's right. I shouldn't laugh, but I mean, you know, it happens. This is actually crazy yes, stuff that does. happens. It does. It so does. protect yourself, people. Protect your family and have peace of mind. How do, how do people get a hold of you? Go to my website, gqlaw.com, gq, 
L-A-W.com. All right, my friend. Are you going to be at the event on the 10th? Can people meet you there? Of course I'm going to be there. Yay! Yeah, I'm be there. Okay, well, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. You're I'm like... be there in... Yeah. You're so busy. I don't know. So g- come out and meet GQ and hang out with us and have some laughs, right? Yeah. No, so. I'll be there for sure. In fact, I'm, I'm going to be there with my stuff. I'm going to be giving away free stuff, free books. Oh. Um, yeah, I'll be there for sure. Oh. Absolutely. I'm there for you, man. I'm there oh, for you. Awesome. You didn't even tell me that. Okay, very good. I can't yeah. wait for that. All right. So now I can tell people when I'm telling people to come to the event that it's not just about me and Mike Gallagher and Brandon Tatum. You get to meet GQ in person. So definitely come to the event. Go get your tickets at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. All right, my dear. Yeah, I will sure. let you go. Rest your voice. All right. All right. All right take care. Thanks, son. Okay. All right. And... Uh, Guess who's back in the news? Mr. Levine, the one uh, assistant to Department of Homeland Security. You know, the one who moved his mother out of a nursing home, speaking of homes, um, before it got loaded up with a bunch of sick COVID patients. Well, Rachel Levine's back in the news, and we're going to share with you why when we come back. program by this station is not an endorsement or recommendation by the station of the products or services discussed in the program. The station does not guarantee the results of any investments made by a listener to this program. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I got to give a shout out to a, to a donut shop over in Kearney Mesa this weekend after I was on KUSI. I don't even remember the name of this place. It was a little non-brand place. Like like a little local shop. That was one of the best vanilla cream donuts I've ever had in my life. It was so good. I'm going to have to go in there this uh, this weekend after I do KUSI again. I'd like to get me a little donut after I do KUSI. Um, okay, so Rachel Levine is back in the news. Um, we've never had an assistant um, secretary at the Department of Homeland uh, HHS, not Homeland Security, Although it is an, an issue of security, we need to keep these people away from our children. Um, but we've never had anybody who's an assistant secretary at, D, at uh, HHS in the news so much. And it's clearly because this is about pushing this tra- continue, continuing to push this transgenderism crap on our kids. So finally, um, somebody actually asked um, this man about um, why are we stopping um, should prepubescent minors have access to sex change surgeries because they might be going uh, through puberty. Here's what uh, Rachel, he had to say, clip five. What would you say to folks who think that they're being reasonable by saying, why can't children just wait till they're 18? Adolescence is hard and puberty is hard. What if you're going through the wrong puberty? What if you inside feel that you are female, but now you're going through a male puberty? The, um, it's really not that hard to answer this question. Yes, adolescence is hard and puberty is hard. Number one, that's not a reason to put a kid on hormone drugs that are used for adult cancer patients, you moron. Goes on to say, what if you're going through the wrong puberty? Well, the drugs to stop puberty don't switch it. There's no drug out there that says, oh, you're a boy and you want to be a girl? Let me have you go through female puberty. No, it stops the male puberty from happening. It doesn't create a girl. It doesn't put them through a girl puberty. And it's permanent. So then later on, when they're an adult and they go, you know what? 
Like Chloe, who's uh, Chloe Cole, who's suing because of crap like this, because she was pressured to get a mastectomy and and, uh, puberty blockers. And now she's got a male voice and now it's too late for her to go through and be the female that she was always meant to be. That's why you don't do this. It doesn't, it doesn't stop adolescence from being hard. It doesn't stop puberty from being hard. And in fact, there's a reason why doing this to people, when they're adults, it increases the suicide rates in teenagers and adults. By 35%, a new study came out. This is child abuse. It was, uh, what was her name on this? Um, she got fired from ABC News. I can't remember her name. Really stupid. No, no decent follow-up questions, by the way. Um, we, we've got to, we've got to, we need somebody like me to push back because I can tell you exactly why you don't do this. And, and they know it too. They know that there was kids like me, that 90 something percent of the time, kids like me, who, what was this scenario? He says, uh, they're a female, uh, but they're going through, they feel like they're a female. I was the reverse. I was a female, but felt like I should really be a male. Thankfully, nobody interfered. And I went through female puberty and like 90% of the time, I've talked about this many times and I'm going to keep repeating it, I no longer wanted to be a boy. And the sick, twisted, well, so much is about it, sick and twisted. But they know that and they're trying to stop it because they need to recruit more and more. Because this creep needs to find more and more and more people to validate his own mental illness. Speaking of mental illness, we've got an OBGYN we actually have a physician here, supposedly. I don't know where this person got their comma MD. Danielle Jones, who's literally trying to say an OBGYN that not every uh, uh, every patient who has a baby is not a woman. Uh, Skins found this clip. I haven't even heard it yet. Clip six. They assist women in labor. And the things that they are doing are uniquely feminine. So first off, as a doula, your job is to support the person giving birth. If all of the patients that you have are women, then it's totally fine for you to call them women. However, every patient who has a baby is not a woman. As an OBGYN, I care for many patients who are trans men or non-binary people who have babies. The point of inclusive language is not to misgender someone who is a woman or is a mother. It's to appropriately include, especially in educations on large platforms like TikTok, anyone who might need the information. So how dare you during Pride Month come on this app, which is very inclusive of LGBTQ plus communities, and say that nobody who gives birth can be a man or a non-binary person. Just because you don't care for these people or you don't want to care for these people does not mean that they don't exist and you don't get to choose what they are called. They do. Do better. No, you do better. How about you uphold science for which you studied? There's no such thing as non-binary. There's no such thing as a trans man. Women have uteruses. Women have fallopian tubes. Women have ovaries. Women have vaginas. A woman who might want to live her life as a man is never going to be a man. There's no such thing as non-binary. And nobody, nobody has the right to demand that I use language that they want me to, to use at all, let alone to further their mental illness. 
This is somebody who literally, if we were the United States of America, and this goes to show you, by the way, that our medical community is completely gone. I saw today um, that a doctor that I used to go to years ago has in his bio um, gender affirming care. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have anything to do with him. This is child abuse of the worst possible kind. And there's nobody should have a medical license who, who is, is involved. We used to, there used to be an outfit that was called, um, quack watch. Do you remember quack watch skins? Have you ever heard of quack watch? Quack watch used to be the, have you ever heard of them? Uh, I thought they didn't know we had an uh, organization looking out for Gary Quackenbush. No. <laughs> Quack Watch. Ba-doom-tish. Um No, Quack Watch used to be the, the outfit that would go around and, and check out claims made by people like Dr. Oz on a TV show claiming X amount with whatever, you know, pills or this company hawking um, this type of special vitamin C. And it was called Quack Watch. And like infomercials, one of the reasons why you don't see as many infomercials as you used to see from medical stuff was because of the organization called Quack Watch. We used to actually try to hold doctors accountable to actual science and claims. Now we can have OBGYNs out there saying that men can give birth. We've got doctors calling it gender affirming care when they cut off genitals of minors. Wow, it's crazy. Um, But, you know, we're having to argue with people about drag shows, right? One of the things I talked about with, uh, you know, the left is still going after the Sound of Freedom movie. And if if you have a problem with a Sound of Freedom movie, I have a problem with you because something's wrong with you. Because this is a movie that accurately depicts the story of the boy and the girl in it. According to the filmmaker, it says it's true. You can see actual footage of a rescue going on in there. Child sex trafficking is happening. The videos are everywhere, by the way. If you have a problem with the story being told, you're a sicko. You're a pervert. And one of the reasons why the left has a problem with it is it bumps up against their agenda. Just like these are the same people trying to tell you that it's appropriate for drag shows with children. Case in point. Oh, uh, um, what's wrong with you that you... you don't want your child to to see a drag show ask yourself why a drag performer wants to perform in front of children that's the better question case in point drag race uh uk which was a spinoff of rupaul's drag race here in the country uh the quote star which is man used a power tool to grind sparks from his crotch in front of children at a theme park while gyrating his hips Drag shows are sexualized adult performances. This is about conditioning children for sex. And that's why the left has a problem with the movie Sound of Freedom. Because it infringes upon and threatens the movement on the part of the left to sexualize children and to normalize sex with children. There I said it. There I said it. That's the left's agenda. We're going to take a break. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show coming up. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Oh, just a 
just some glorious, more fun stories here. Like, uh, gee, do we talk about uh, the military still pushing to pay for service members' abortions? Let's see. Um, I know. Let's talk about Joe Manchin here for a moment, because this is actually really interesting. Joe Manchin is making noise about something called no labels. Um, And I think this is uh, interesting here. Um, It's kind of reminiscent to me of Donald Trump in 2016. Let's play clip uh, 10, I believe. We're here to make sure that the American people have an option. And the option is, can you move the political parties off their respective sides? They've gone too far right and too far left. If they have another option, then they're in trouble. Both parties are in trouble. I've never been in any race I've ever spoiled. I've been in races to win. And if I get in a race, I'm going to win. So this is a part of him, you know, wanting to do something called no labels. It, it's kind of a spin off of, you know, it's it's not a third party move. Um, it's kind of pretending that it's a third party move. It's kind of actually trying to pretend like he's a Donald Trump, because one of the reasons why Trump was able to win in 2016 and tear down what was called the blue wall up in like Wisconsin and um, Minnesota and those areas was because Trump really wasn't about labels. You couldn't really, the Republicans hated him, the Democrats hated him, and his issues were the American people's issues. It wasn't about labels. And it reminds me of the governor for New Mexico at the time. I think her name was Susanna Martinez, maybe back in 2012 when Romney was running. And she came and she gave a speech at the RNC and said that, um, she had been sheriff before she was governor and her family were longtime Democrats. And she talked about how these Republicans have been trying for a long time to get her out to lunch. And they finally did. And um, they just talked about the issues. And at the end, she said she told her husband on the drive home, oh, my gosh, we're Republicans. Because when you just talk about the issues and you get the labels out of it, that's where you find common ground. And that's what Joe Manchin, I think, is is talking about. I think he's trying to lay the foundation for maybe getting into the race, but trying to be like, pretend that he's a Trump and make no mistake about it. A lot of people are saying this could really be damaging to Trump. This could take votes away from Trump. I don't think so, because, as, you know, any competent Republican, which, by the way, Asa Hutchinson and Chris Christie, are, you know, are not in terms of candidates. Um, would be able to accurately show Joe Manchin for who he is. That barring a couple of little, he's not really, and I've talked about this many times, because anytime he would vote to get joined with, with uh, Kirsten Cinema and, and show a, a, a modicum of sanity, the Republican Party would be like, oh, yay, Joe Manchin. I'd be like, hold up, this guy's about as far left as they get. Just because he hasn't gone full commie doesn't mean that he's not. I think he's, but I think that he's maybe onto something in terms of, um, I think I think what he's trying to do is kind of do a little different spin on on RFK Jr. because RFK Jr. is far more conservative than a lot of Republicans, but he's also really, 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 really far left. And I think Manchin is seeing the play that RFK Jr. is getting. And getting, he's getting a lot of play and a lot of attention. And I'm thinking that he's thinking that he can be the guy that the Democrats will support over Biden. 
by trying to pretend that he he's this middle of the road moderate when he's really not under the phony guise of no labels. Uh, I was listening to Charlie Kirk, who I admire and respect so much today, and he was thinking that this could take some votes away from Trump. Um, I don't believe so. I don't think Joe Manchin can take any votes from Trump. Do you think he can, Skins? Uh, it's hard to think at this point, uh, and this is why the, you know what we talked about tonight. There's not a lot of candidates out there that I think can take away a lot of, a lot of votes from Trump. No, no, and the reason is is because. Did Trump do everything that he could have possibly to rat out the deep state? No. But you look at everything else that he did. We had the greatest if you and if you look at the American people You can't argue with the numbers. You can't argue with the numbers. He's a known quantity. And everybody else is a roll of the dice, including DeSantis. Before COVID hit, we had the strongest economy this country has ever seen. Yeah. And how is DeSantis going to do any, do so much better with the same what Trump faced was the opposition Republican Party. Most of those people are still there. So what's going to be the magic bullet for Ron DeSantis? How was he supposedly going to get any better than Trump did? Does he have a magic wand? He going to make better personnel decisions. OK, well, he won't say who it is. And he was he was totally on board with Christopher Ray and totally on board with Fauci. So they're both saying they're going to do the same things from a policy standpoint. At least we know what Trump was able to accomplish. We don't know what DeSantis would do as president, particularly since DeSantis in, in Florida has the state legislature behind his back. I do like comments like this. He said here today about uh, um we need to start yanking security clearances from corrupt officials. I agree with this. Clip seven. You talk about revoking security clearances of more than 50 former officials. What officials would be that that 50 that fall into that category, those 50? I think those- some of them would. I think some of them would be the ones that signed that letter in the during the 2020 election saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was, quote, Russian disinformation. That was a lie. Uh, There was no evidence that it was Russian disinformation. And they were playing off their positions uh, with the intel and defense communities uh, to interfere in a presidential election. Uh, I think that that was dishonorable. I think it was dishonest. And I think you should lose your clearance. I also think that this uh, carousel of people who will serve in like the intel agencies and then they're on CNN uh, and then back and forth and laundering information, I think it's a big problem. Uh, a lot of these agencies aren't doing a good job of keeping secrets and, and that's not uh, the way you run, run a government. So, so we would absolutely look for people that have behaved inappropriately and yank those clearances. I agree with that. Um, the, the problem I have with DeSantis, every time I hear his, him speak, is there it's no matter what topic it is, it just it just the way he expresses it is just flat and dull to me. It's 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 it. Um, he doesn't explain it in a way that connects the dots to the American people as to why that was so bad. Why didn't he say that those 51 elected officials took advantage of the American people played on their minds Lied to them just for the purpose 
of controlling who they voted for. And 70% of Biden voters say that if they had known about that Hunter Biden laptop story, they wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. That affected the outcome of our election. And that should not be happening in the United States of America. Biden voters, you were played. It's He doesn't go, he never goes far enough. He doesn't go far enough with his policies in Florida. He doesn't go far enough in his statements. That's my concern with DeSantis. He doesn't go far enough. Remember the quote, don't say gay bill. You read the details of that and it's like, oh, you can't you can't push some of this stuff on third graders, but you can fifth graders. I I don't know that I can actually count that as that much of a win. It's just there's just it, it he doesn't go far enough for me and his ability to connect. It just isn't there. It's just not there. His ability to win as president would be on the heels of a Trump presidency for Trump's last term, where in 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 and it shows a judgment issue for me, the fact that he doesn't know that. Well, and you ask me, you know, if, if I think Trump's going to lose any votes to any other candidates, and this is that nobody does it better. I mean, show me a candidate. Uh, in the last election, in this coming up election, that can connect with the people better than Trump? And the answer is nobody can. Nobody can. And it's not moving. It's He's just not getting DeSantis. That's why they don't it, want him there. It, and so he, he and now with with all the issues that have come about and the nastiness, I mean, really the play for DeSantis would have been VP. VP. That was the smart play. And now, I don't know that I would go as far as to say that he's ruined his political future, like some people have said. But his only hope is if Trump is incarcerated and has to drop out. But that doesn't mean that he can win. That, But that doesn't mean he's got, you know, the support of MAGA. All right, we're going to continue the conversation tomorrow on Hump Day. Follow me on all the socials. Email me at andreakshow.com. Get your tickets to our August 10th event. And come right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com